0: And I think sometimes we're raised to not be too prideful or to not think too much of ourselves. And I think we've got to change that. You know, you cannot be conceited and be confident. There's a big difference in that. And sometimes we just don't get those lessons growing up.
1: Welcome to Athletes Doing Good Podcast, sponsored by Robert Hack Diamonds. I'm Shelley Seward, president of Capture Sports Marketing.
2: And I'm sports reporter Jen Latta giving back has always been a part of everyday life for Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn and news anchor Stacy Lynn. In 2019, the Lynns took their passion for helping others to another level, launching the Lynn Family Foundation with the help of their kids Danielle and Danton. Each day, they work to help individuals recognize and achieve their potential in their personal and professional lives through mentorship, scholarships, and experiences. Today, we talk with Danielle and Stacy, who give us a glimpse of what it is like running a foundation and their work with Hugs Cafe and Wells in Africa. The Lynn Family Foundation and the work they are doing is another example of
1: athletes doing good. To join Athletes in Doing Good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The Athletes Podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity. We are joined today by Danielle and Stacey Lynn from the Lynn Family Foundation. Thank you for joining us, ladies. Thank you for having us. Can you tell us a little bit about your trip to Africa? I only saw the pictures and the videos, but it looked like it was remarkable. It was a pretty life-changing trip for us we had,
3: none of us had ever been to Africa. So we really didn't know what to expect. And we were, when we got there, there, you know, this, this village that we went to in Lindani, it was very remote. So it, you know, you drive out, we were landed in um, Arusha and you drive maybe 45 minutes on a regular road. And then it's about maybe an hour and a half, Stacey, maybe was what that was um, Mm -hmm. on, you know, just a dirt road, just out. It's very, very remote. So it was very great for us to be able to see what this school was going to do for this community because they are so removed from other things. But really what it came down to is I think the people there, and I think I speak for all of us in the family, the people there impacted us more than I think we can ever impact them. They were just so gracious and they just showed us such strength and uh, their culture was just amazing. So, you know, we were thrilled to be able to help um, all the other amazing partners that are helping open that school there. We were so glad to be a part of that, but really those people just impacted us and we, I don't think we will ever forget that trip.
0: We take so much for granted here. I
3: mean, in, in America in general, because we
0: are so blessed in the way that we're allowed to live. And when you go to Africa, People don't have anything. They live in huts. There is no electricity. You know, Their food is they barbecue a goat over an open fire, but they are really joyful and they're so appreciative. And I think for all of us, it's we're invested there. It wasn't something that we did at one time and we're never going to go back. We're constantly making additions to the school. I know Danielle befriended some of the kids over there and she's keeping in touch with them and keeping tabs on them. So for us, we're invested in it. Like it, was that impactful to us that these people are a part of us and what we do at the Lynn Family Foundation now.
2: I know that the Lynn Family Foundation was founded in 2019, but was there a moment before then when you realized that you wanted to dedicate yourself to giving back and helping others?
0: I think that's always been Anthony's mission in one way or another. And I think when he became, I know when he became a head coach, it was like, now we have the resources to do this in a big way, but he's always, you know, as, as I have, and as we all have in whatever way we can believed in giving back and helping others. So it wasn't like the light bulb just went off. It was always a dream of his and of ours as a family, but it was just, he pulled the trigger and said, all right, now let's do it.
2: Danielle, what are some ways that you remember that being an emphasis of your dad and your moms when you were younger?
3: I like to say pretty much everyone in my family is a secret giver. So, you know, I would just find out from other people that, oh, you know, your dad really helped us with this. And I was like, he did? Like, I just, he doesn't talk about it. So, you know, he would do these amazing things and donate time and donate, you know, funds or whatever he could to help these people. And we wouldn't know about it. So that was a testament to me of, you know, who he is because- he doesn't feel the need to share it. He, you know, wants to help people and he doesn't care if other people find out about it or not. He just he, you know, he's helping people and that's what he cares about. And that was, you know, instilled in us very young that you know, no matter where we get to in life, someone helps you get there. So it's always important to give back to others because someone helped get back to you at some point in your life.
2: Was there an example of something that you remember helping someone that you were like, "Oh, that's really important to him. Like that's becoming kind of part of his identity in your eyes.
3: Just really in general, he's not very big into gifts or anything like that. He doesn't really like to receive them and he doesn't really like to give them. He's just, he, but he, you know, all of a sudden he'll, Give something, you know, he gives to some youth organizations, and he'll give all these football cleats and give in that way. So he's, you know, not very materialistic in a way. And I started noticing that as kids is, you know, he's giving to things that mean something. It's meaningful, not that you know gifts with your family aren't meaningful because it, you know, it's memories. And yes, you know, we did get that, as, you know, when we were kids and stuff. But he he gives without wanting anything in return. And I think that's a rare quality to have. He doesn't really expect anything. When we first got involved with the school in Africa, he asked me, hey, you know, there's this gala thing in Austin. Do you want to go with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like he didn't really tell me anything about it. This is the first time hearing of it. But you know, I don't get to see him very often. So I was like, absolutely, it's Father's Day weekend. And I hadn't spent Father's Day with him in years because you know we live in different states. But like, sure. We go to this gala and he's like the honored person there. Like he's one of the, the people who helped like top over the funding for the school. And I had no idea. I was like, dad, why did you tell me this? Like we arrived there and he's like the honored person that's there. I had no idea, but that's just, I mean, that's just who he is. He doesn't feel the need to share the good deeds he does. And I know Stacy's the same way. Stacy does a lot of giving back and, you know, you don't hear a lot about it, but that's because they don't give to get recognition. You know, they, they give just to, to give and, and do good in the world.
1: I was gonna say, Stacy, you know, when when you talked about starting the foundation and all that Anthony has done, you've done a ton in New York when you when you were living there and, and quite honestly in Cleveland when you were there. And a lot of it focused on girls and mentorship. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: I have such a heart for young girls and mentorship because I was so insecure growing up. And so I can relate to girls who just are not quite sure that they have what it takes to make it or to stand out. So that's always been a passion of mine. And I think young girls, it doesn't matter your race or where you're from or anything. They just need to sometimes know that somebody cares and somebody's got my back. And if I'm having a problem or if I need advice, I can go to someone and they'll help me. I had people who did that for me. There's was one woman in broadcasting. I always wanted to be a broadcaster. And I sent her a letter cold back before email. I waited until the news off and I wrote down the address of the station and I sent her this letter and she wrote me back and we became friends and she became a mentor even when I started to interview for jobs she was one of my references so I always wanted to give that back to someone else I just look at it like people have helped me so why wouldn't I do that I was once that 22 year old girl who didn't think I had what it takes to make it so it's just people have helped me so I want to return the favor
2: Stacey, why do you think that is, that so many women, because I know that it's pervasive, grow up not feeling like they're good enough, not feeling like they are, you know, are, are worthy of the things that we ultimately achieve,
0: I think boys are taught to own it, to be a badass, to just do it. And women, especially women from the South or maybe the Midwest are taught, you have to be demure, you have to be polite. No, you don't, not all the time. You can be respectful, but you can step into a room and own it and know that you deserve to be there just like anybody else. And I think sometimes we're raised to not be too prideful or to not think too much of ourselves. And I think we've got to change that. You know, you cannot be conceited And be confident. There's a big difference in that. And sometimes we just don't get those lessons growing up.
1: Oh,
2: I love that. I
1: love Love it. I'm going to
2: keep that (laughs) saying. I love it. Coming up, Danielle and Stacy will tell us about one of the Lynn Family Foundation's beneficiaries, Hugs Cafe. But before they do, I want to tell you a little bit about today's episode sponsor, Robert Hack Diamonds. For more than 72 years, Robert Hack Diamonds has been Wisconsin's most trusted and respected name known for diamond engagement rings wedding rings and custom jewelry with a commitment to customer service robert hack diamonds applies the highest level of professionalism and expertise while guiding you in your search for an expertly crafted stunningly beautiful diamond for store locations or to shop online visit roberthackdiamonds.com so all the wonderful
1: work we've done in africa You've also done work in Dallas. And Danielle, let's talk about Hugs. Like, Ugh, B, Hugs. the best cookies <laughs> in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But B, what a wonderful organization and what they do. Can you tell us a little bit about the support you've given them?
3: Yeah. So, Hugs is a cafe in McKinney, Texas. And all of their teammates, which are their employees, are adults with special needs, and they are fabulous. And what I think we love so much about them is they they don't treat them any different. And I think that is something that has always bothered me is that, you know, adults with special needs have so much potential and they can do so much and they, they don't need to be looked at as if they can't. They have, you, you know, they, the world is their oyster. They can do so much. And my cousin, um, Martavia, she actually works at Hugs. And so we we've, we've kind of learned about hugs through her and then once we realized what it was doing in her life i mean it just it gives her so much purpose and she has such a smile on her face every time she goes to work and everyone talks about her because she's just she's so funny she's such a light so to be able to see what hugs has done for her really kind of told us okay we need to get involved with this organization so we um they're one of our main beneficiaries we love to support them they're growing so much they now have a greenhouse they have prep classes where they bring other people because you know their program is limited so but there's just not a lot of programs out there for adults with special needs that are so independent you know where they work they have hours they have they get promotions they i mean it's a job you know and there's it's so unfortunate there's just not that many opportunities in texas and so they when they're courses full they have these prep classes that are i think they're on you know like mondays or on one night a week and they come in and they teach some skills in the kitchen so that you know whenever something does open up they can come in and work there and oh it's just every time i talk about hugs i get so excited i i literally almost wrecked on the highway the other day because i was in like the middle of nowhere driving back from houston and i saw a hugs billboard and i was like hey <laughs> that's hug. like i just got so excited they're oh they're just the best we we love working with them
2: It sounds like you guys do such a good job of investing in other people. Uh, Why is it so important for you to spend some of your time and obviously some of your energy pouring into others?
0: Danielle, you know, has seen this probably much more than I have with her dad, because I think very simply put, people invested, you know, into him. Anthony was born to a single mom, and he honestly had a community that, you know, wrapped their arms around him and so I think he got it growing up and so it's important to him to give back. Wouldn't you agree, Danielle?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we, well, number one, we, we really value who we give to. And I think like who we help, we really value their missions and it's not more of just a monetary help that we do. Like we're we're invested in these these organizations and the people in them and we love them. And, you know, we want to know exactly what they're doing so that if something comes up on our end, we can help. So I think we're we're really invested because we really care. We don't just like to give, you know, monetarily to these organizations, but really not know what's going on. Like we want to be a part of their family. And I think that's yeah. Something great that we've been able to do is everyone we've, you know, paired with and worked with. We they're like an extension of us, and we love that they're like family to us. And Anthony is very much a bleeding heart. He would give to anybody, everyone. That him. Every, yeah. He has he has a problem. Yeah, he right. has a problem.
0: He always says, "I mean, what's the biblical verse to whom much is given, much is required?" Yes, and I'm like, yes, "Okay, yes. babe, that's true, but not to every but single solitary yeah. person yeah. in America. Let's rein it in." He really <laughs> lives by that.
1: Yep, he That's does. Crazy. So speaking of family, let's go to you know the two of you are clearly involved with that. Anthony's clearly involved with it. your brother is also involved with it. And and there's a unique family dynamic during the football season, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's you
3: know, I am very I would say I'm a I'm a split between my mom and my dad very well, but I am very much alike with my dad, and we butt heads. And he's like my best friend, but we will we will butt heads. We're both very stubborn, so we've <laughs> had like, to yeah yes. yeah we ha- I tell him I tell him all the times like Dad I'm gonna report you to HR. I was like you're my boss now, and so <laughs> you know we've definitely had to work on our our work dynamic. And you know it's so funny sometimes in our texts I'm like okay I'm speaking to you this as you know a colleague, not your daughter. So think of me as an employee because right. you know it's it's different during the season. He just, he can't, he's so busy. So I, you know, Stacy and I have to take on a lot of, and so my brother, they're both so busy. So, and now that Stacy's in California, we have to take on a lot of the decisions and stuff and I just have to hope that it's, you know, what he wanted. Cause I'm kind of just taking it on, but it's, it's been really great. I think it's, it's been a, a good boost for me to have him instill that much confidence in me. I think I, yeah. you know, I, I didn't, I did sports as a kid and I thought that's what my career was going to be. But when it wasn't, I, I kind of feared that I was going to lose that connect with my dad because that's what he does is sports. And, you know, him entrusting something thats it's, it's a legacy for him and Stacey, you know, for them to entrust that with me and to help run, I think was that was a big turning point for the family and made us really close. It was awesome. And and he, um, you know,
0: Anthony is very hands-on and he's a micromanager. So Absolutely. what's frustrating <laughs> for me is that Danielle will pour her heart and soul into a project. And then when the season is over in February and he sees it, he's like, well, this isn't going to work. We need to do this. We need to do that. And it's like, You trusted her to do it. Just let her do it. You know, yeah. he's very much that kind of guy, but he's a visionary too. Yes. Yes. Yes, But he's so excited (laughs) and and happy with the way she's running um, the foundation.
1: She's doing a really good job. Yeah. Stop.
2: (laughs) I love this idea though, that somebody who has this, to use your term, bleeding heart has such an important role in mentoring young men right and men in the nfl are grown up so it's you know they're not at their infancy stage of development but certainly he can have an impact on how they choose to live their lives how have you seen his characteristics kind of play out maybe rub off on some of his athletes who i feel like are very lucky to have him you know in that position of authority
0: you know i anthony is such he's a coach but if a player gets hurt like he came home late one night early in the season and he said, you know, someone got hurt. I went to his house and I was at his house for two hours and I wanted to pray with him. I wanted to talk to you know, him and his girlfriend. Um, He also likes to help them with things like money management, you know, and just creating a path for yourself financially so that when this is over, you and your family are still taken care of. You know, and I've seen some of the players reach back and invite him to weddings and he keeps in touch with them. You know, he becomes maybe like a big brother or an uncle figure. And I think he probably has impacted their lives in in ways, probably big and small, that we might not ever know.
1: Without a doubt. So you, Danton is a coach with the Texans. Yep. Your dad, head <laughs> coach with the Chargers. What is that life like during the season?
3: It's it's different. It's busy. <laughs> you know, I think I've I figured out how to work the system. I send my dad uh, either bullet points or one two threes like lists, and then I just now that you know the iPhone has the emphasis, so you can just put the yeah. exclamation point. I just do that daily until I get the things I need for the foundation. So that's been great. But, you know, it's different. They're so busy. But I think um, I'm, I'm at least lucky with both of them. They definitely prioritize the family. So, you know, if we need something or if something comes up, I, I don't have a hard time getting in touch with them. And unfortunately for my dad, I, you know, the Chargers have such a good social media that I know when he's on the practice field and I know when he's not. So yeah. I'm like, I know you're in your office. You better answer that phone when I call it. So, you know, it's it's a... I figured out how to work the system because they're just they work such long hours. And, you know, I also, you know, they're so busy. And when they get home, I want them to be able to relax. I don't want to bombard them with all this, you know, foundation work that I need them to help me with. So it's been a it's been a work in progress. But, you know, they love what they do. And I think that makes us happy. We can't complain because not everyone loves their job as much as they do. And they just they love it. I think
0: it's absolutely harder for Danielle. Like last year when the Chargers played the Texans and the Texans came to California, she didn't come. Like she was coming to a lot of games, but remember you said, I I can't, I I can't can't do do that. I could. Yeah. And Anthony was joking. We had a lot of family in town, but he said, babe, you're going to be the only person who's cheering for me. He said, everybody else is going to cheer for Dan. I said, well, you know, (laughs) what do you expect? But, and that was really how it turned out. Yeah. (laughs) Even his mom. So um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but last uh, year, it's hard. <laughs> another funny story, not funny, but like last year at Christmas, we had like lunch with family. Anthony didn't go because he worked. And Danielle said, okay, five o'clock, you need to be home. We have to do some foundation stuff. So Christmas day, five o'clock, she sprawled out on the floor with the papers and we're on the couch and we spent like an hour hammering out foundation details because you have to grab them when you can get them. And yeah. You got to work the system. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. So she did. Yeah. She worked it. Yeah. I mean, I have PowerPoints. Like I know, I know how to do this. Like I'm like, we have to, we have to really be organized. I have to get to the point, get in get out, get what I need. And, and we can go right. about our Christmas day, but I got to capitalize on those moments.
2: <laughs> I know you guys are family members. So some of this you may feel like was just, the way that it was going to end up, but how much thought have you given to the fact that Anthony has empowered you both in this foundation and what type of example that sets for, you know, for other men and, and their relationships with women in, in positions of power?
3: Yeah, he has no, I don't want to say he doesn't have a perception of that, but he, he thinks we can do anything we want. You know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't think that way, which I think is good and bad, you know, as, as being as kid, I think I struggle with that sometimes is representation. It's very important. So when you don't see representation in what you want to do, you don't really understand that you can do that. So, you know, as someone who's mixed, I didn't see a lot of Brown girls in positions of, you know, Broadcasting, You know, that was something I was interested in when I was a kid. There, there just wasn't a lot. And I was in sports. So I was like, I can do sports. That's what I do. But he doesn't really see like that. If I wanted to do, if I wanted to be an astronaut, I'm going to be an astronaut. And he had no, yeah. there were no boundaries. So I think that's a, he's a very raw perception of that, that there's, there's no limit to what, no matter what gender you are, there's no limit. So I think that's always been empowering for me is. if I didn't do something, it was because I didn't work hard enough. It wasn't because I was female. That was, that's the coach in him. It didn't matter. You know, it was because I didn't work hard enough. I didn't prepare hard enough. It had nothing to do with, you know, me being a woman, which was empowering. Cause then I was like, yeah, that's right. I'm a badass. I can do whatever I want. And, you know, and, and having Stacey as a role model too, it's, it's nice. You just, I don't have those, I don't have those boundaries. And I think he did really good job. Him and my mom did a very good job with instilling that as a kid. And I think, You know him trusting both of us to run this too. Like you said, it's it's different because we're family, but still, it's you know some people have issues with that, and he doesn't whatsoever if at all. Yeah, what do you think of that, Susie? No, I, I
0: hope other men look to his example and see yeah. that, you know, if, if you raised a daughter or if you thought enough of a woman to marry her, you can trust her with the business side of what you have going right. on. Yeah, and Very much Anthony. He'll say all the time, well, I know Danielle because I know how I raised her or, you know, he'll yeah. say, yeah. well, I know you, I know who I married. So if he has that kind of confidence in you, he trusts you to do anything. It doesn't matter that you're a
3: woman. Right. Yeah.
1: You know, I think ladies, you've talked, we've talked a lot about Anthony, but I think before we leave for you guys to recognize the impact that you've had and that you are having not only overseas in Africa with the kids that you're still keeping in contact with, but here with the girls that you've mentored with what you're doing at Hugs. So for that, I thank you. I I just we spent a lot of time talking about Anthony and the success and what he's done but kudos to you guys you guys have rocked it as thank well you. Yeah.
0: thank you
2: i think there's value in in recognizing what you guys are accomplishing and again the example that that Anthony is setting to other men right and it, sometimes it takes men to say like hey guys capable people over here, you know, right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> for other Absolutely. people to right. be like,
2: Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you very much,
1: ladies. Appreciate it. Thanks for All having right. us. Thanks All for right. having us on. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of athletes doing good sponsored by Robert Hack diamonds, go to capture to listen to our other interviews And to hear stories about the person behind the player and the people behind the team who are making an impact on others.
2: To join athletes in doing good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The Athletes Podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity.